This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Nico Portius joins us now on SNZ Mornings. Hey, mate, thanks for taking the time to chat with us. First of all, just how good is it to be home? Yeah, well, first off, um, thank you very much and, and uh, cheers for having me on the show. And Yeah, it's pretty nice to be home. Uh, to be honest, I've actually been home for about three months now. Sort of snuck back into the country uh, at the <laughs> end of March. So um, that was pretty nice just to come back and, and, and just chill out with, with um, friends and family. Yeah, I guess it would be pretty special that you kind of get to enjoy all of that, you know, just with your friends and family alone before, I guess, all the chaos that ensues now of you uh, being out there with the people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's pretty hectic, but of course, it's, it's a good hectic, you know, the amount of support that we've received from the um, community and, um, you know, Wanaka and New Zealand White has been pretty incredible, um, you know, as a, as a whole, Snowsport's had the best season on record and, and um, yeah, I think support for for snow sports with the New Zealand Para and Olympic is is at an all time high. So yeah, it's really really special. Speaking of that uh, Wanaka Medal Parade, you know, it feels like it has been a long time long time coming. You know, for you to be able to celebrate that success of yourself and also your fellow Olympians and Paralympians, what's it like uh, for you being able to relive all of this again? You know, with the people of New Zealand. Yeah, it's it's really really unique and and special. Um, you know, it's. It's something that, um, you know, only comes around, around every four years and, and then to be able to celebrate it twice, um, you know, once in the Olympics and then, and then um, you know, on this tour and, and sharing it with everyone back home is, is really cool. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's an amazing opportunity and, and um, it's really cool to see the support and, and I think we're all pretty um, over, over the moon with, with yeah, how much support we've received from, from everybody. You know, I saw this one kid on the news on Sunday night saying how cool it was that he got to meet his heroes. Has it sunk in for you yet that that the hero tag is something that kids around New Zealand see you as now? Oh, um, not really, to be honest. But yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I remember being a being a little kid and and looking up to the Wales boys in, in New Zealand and and sort of them being my my hero. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, now to, to have that that role is is um, it's it's a it's a big job, and I hope that I can I can do those kids proud and and um, be a good role model for them, and and um, yeah, do do uh, do some more good things, hopefully. I mean, judging by the smiles on the faces we saw on, on TV, mate, I'm sure you're doing a pretty good job. Cheers, <laughs> oh, cheers, thank you. With this, you know, the celebration tour you're on at the moment with Snow Sports New Zealand, you know, you're making your way. Uh, down to Alcuni and Wellington before finishing up in Dunedin and uh, Queenstown on the 26th. What's what's one thing you've been looking forward to the most about going on this little tour? 
Yeah, I think just sort of soaking up the environment, really, um, and soaking up, you know, the atmosphere and, and um, the, the um, I, I guess the biggest thing is the pride, the sense of pride, you know, mm. and, and being a Kiwi and being a New Zealander that you get from going on things like this and seeing the support from um, from the public and, and your supporters. And uh, that's something that's really, really special and, and you don't get to see very often. So that's, that's definitely been a big, um, yeah, sort of uh, look. Well, you know, um, yeah, I've been really looking forward to, to that part of it. Yeah, I mean, given you know, with the with the sport that you're in, you are away from home a lot. You know, overseas competing. When you are, like, what's something you miss the most about New Zealand? Ah, oh, um, to be honest, I just miss my own bed and and being around my family and and um, you know, mum, dad, the dog, and and just being in one place for more than more than uh, two or three weeks is is quite nice. Uh, skiing up at home and and being around sort of family environment that um, that has sort of become a thing um, around around uh, Wanaka, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I just really enjoy uh, uh, being at home, you know, spending a lot of time on the road. I, I like um, I, I like to think I'm a bit of a homebody and, and being around uh, mum and dad and, and the dog and, and just hanging out. Love that. I feel that, mate. What, what are your plans while you are at home? Um, so... Uh, unfortunately, I've actually blown my ACL. Mm. Uh, so in March, uh, three weeks after the Olympics, that's why I came home a bit early, um, earlier than than I had planned. Is uh, yeah, I had to come home and get surgery on that. So um, I underwent surgery two months ago. Uh, to, oh, two months ago today, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all things are going well, and it's it's going to be a nine month process. Um, so hopefully we'll be back on the skis in uh, January next year. So it's a it's a wee while away, but uh, it gives me time to focus on some other things and, and um, yeah, really put a lot of energy into rehab. Yes, I remember you doing that post on April 23rd. That must be scary going under the knife like that, but obviously things are tracking well for you to still hit that January mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are going really well. Um, and I'm actually off to Europe on the, on the weekend and um, to go and do some rehab over in Austria uh, at the Red Bull Performance Centre, which is a uh, athlete-specific facility that they offer Um their, their athletes, which is just a complete um, custom-tailored state-of-the-art rehab center uh, for rehabbing injuries. So that's an amazing opportunity and um, very fortunate to have uh, the likes of Red Bull alongside um, me supporting supporting me as an athlete. Um, but in saying that, you know, high-performance sport are a massive part of my rehab and, and my skiing career. And so they, they give me um, amazing facilities down in Monica with the gym and, and um, you know, full-time physio and, and, and strength and conditioning coach as well. And so those guys are amazing. And, and uh, yeah, I've got a really good team around me. Uh, what about your brother, Miguel? What's he been up to uh, since the Winter Olympics? So Miguel spent um, – he stayed on in Europe after I had to leave to get surgery. And so he ended up staying until – the end of April and um oh yeah sorry no the end of end of March and um he has currently um well he's just hopped on a flight to head up to Indonesia for six six weeks and travel around on a scooter um staying at backpackers surfing um he's a big surfer and so he's just going to go chase the waves and, and the sun for a bit Oh, that sounds sick! <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. He's he's a he's a very um adventurous soul, and so he's gone over there with no plan, and and um, yeah, he's just gonna go and and explore, which is really cool. I love it. It's almost like the complete opposite of you. You being the homebody, and he's the one that wants to go out and explore like that. That's yeah. I mean, we definitely both have that that exploration side of us, but 
Um, I think just at the moment, you know, with what's what's been going on for the past four or five years and, and sort of forced to be a homebody at the minute. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be in Indonesia, but that's just the way it is. It's where the cookie crumbles, you know. Yeah, totally. Hey, uh, you know, becoming an Olympic gold medalist leads me also like that's something most of us will only ever dream about. So what what about for you? What are some career goals you're hoping to achieve in the sport now? Yeah, um, oh, I guess that's a that's a uh, a question I'm yet to really uh, answer myself, to be honest. Um, I guess that's the beauty of having these nine months is to decide those sort of questions and figure out what path I'm going to take over the next sort of half of my career and um, definitely going to keep my head down and, and continue on the competitive side of things and hopefully compete at a few more X Games and another Olympics at least. And, um, yeah, and, and you yeah, know, always striving to, to scare my best and, and to achieve the best I can. And um, I guess all I have to really worry about now is the task in front of me and that's, and that's rehab and getting back to snow. You know, with your success, you know, it, it often seems to coincide with uh, Zoe Sadowski's center on the Olympic stage. Yeah. So how would you best describe the bond between you two when you get to share in those incredible sporting moments together? Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty special. You know, um, we're both uh, the same age and, and um, oh, she's actually six months older than me. But um, yeah, we're, to, just to share those sort of moments, both first for us and, and first in New Zealand is it's pretty special, um, and, and, and it definitely, um, you know, we're really, really good mates, and, and we have a great time on tour, and, um, you know, I draw a lot of inspiration from her. She's an incredible athlete, and, um, yeah, she's, yeah, very, very inspiring to watch, and um, it's always a pleasure to uh, be able to draw energy from her success and, and um, try and at least put it into my performance. Yeah, you know, we're a few months on now from the Beijing Olympics. Have you looked back much on your runs there? Yeah, I did a lot of reflecting, um, and that's some, something that I've been up to. There must be a time is, is just reflecting on the past and, and the events that have happened, um, you know, including the run and, and talking about with my coach and support staff of what went right and what went wrong. And, uh, it's all part of the process of, you know, even even when things go perfectly, there's still things to be learned um, going forward. And so it's about, uh, you know, breaking down those moments and, and thinking about that run of, of what went well and what didn't and, and uh, learning from that and, and taking that forward into the, um, you know, into future competitions. Uh, the one thing I remember the most about that final, aside from you winning, was just how windy it was. Do you train for those yeah. sort of uh, conditions? Well, no, to be honest, those sort of conditions that we would normally go home in because, um, you know, maybe we should start training more in those conditions. But no, those are um, extremely con- dangerous conditions. And, and um, you know, unfortunately, there was a time frame and TV schedule sort of thing that we couldn't um, run the event at any other time. And the weather was looking just as bad the next day. And so, um, unfortunately, we couldn't move the event. And that was just the hand that we were dealt. And sometimes you have to deal with it. And, and um, sometimes uh, you don't, and and it's all about just being flexible and and um, yeah, having having those options so that you can do do the best run you can in those uh, not so good conditions. Are you are you buoyed by you know how quickly free ski halfpipe has become popular since like in, in, into the Winter Olympics in Sochi? Just it from there, it just seems like it's really blown up. Yeah, it's incredible to see and be part of a sport that's um, you know constantly growing. Um, and and yeah, to be to be a part of that is, is pretty special. You know, there's definitely that sort of vibe, um, you know, among fellow competitors and friends that 
you know what we're doing and what we're able to do as a as our job per se uh, is is pretty uh, special and and we're all very lucky and fortunate and I think that sort of shows and and how we train and um, you know really take advantage of opportunities that come our way. You mentioned before, you know, you've had a lot of time to reflect and and look back on, you know, what you achieved in Beijing. You know, in terms of developing your technique and style that comes with the halfpipe, just how far do you think you can push yourself? Mm, that's a, I mean, again, that question I'm asking myself at the minute. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I haven't really put too much thought in it, you know, because it's such a long process. I've pretty much removed myself from the skiing side of things and understood that. You know, nine months is, is a long time and that you can't be thinking about skiing for that long. Otherwise, you'll just return and you'll just be, you know, burnt out. So I haven't really put much thought in, but I think when it comes closer to the time, I'll, I'll start thinking about it more. I guess that's one thing that's kind of been, you know, at the forefront a lot uh, in recent times, the sort of, you know, looking after your mental health and stuff like that, you know, you mentioned yeah. sort of like burnout. What, what do you do to sort of look after yourself? I just make sure that I have a, a, a balance of um, – you know, of training really hard and, and um, like I said, taking advantage of those opportunities, training opportunities uh, specifically that come your way and uh, making the most of those environments. But then also knowing when it's, um, you know, time to let the hair down and, and um, you know, periodizing training really helps that and uh, having our hobbies, you know, surfing can go, um, yeah, you know, clear the head in the water and or, you know, go for a skate or a mountain bike and, um yeah, I, I just think that's a massive thing for me is finding that balance between uh, the work-life balance sort of thing. Not that skiing and, and half-pipe skiing, um, I, I don't, you know, it's my passion. I wouldn't really consider it a job. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just what I love doing. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, even if it is a job, man, it's a pretty cool job. Uh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah, exactly. When you, you know, because when you do look back at that experience at the Beijing Olympics, just how was it for you being your second time around? Yeah, it was a lot different. Um, it was a lot different in the fact that I had, um, I, I felt like I had a bit more pressure on myself. Um, you know, being second games, I, I knew what to expect, which was nice and helped me deal with that sort of pressure. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a, definitely a learning experience for sure, and I'm excited to see how it feels going to a, hopefully going to a third games um, because I, I tend to learn things each time um, and, and deal with things in different ways and. And, you know, you'd be reminded of certain things that you maybe forgot about at the last games. Or, yeah, just sort of things, things, just little things that you may sort of pass up on. Um, yeah, definitely a big learning process. Now, just, just lastly from me, Nico, uh, all going well with your rehab. Uh, what, what does 2023 potentially look like for you? Oh, um, hopefully we'll be back on the skis for X Games in January. Uh, and then we also have world champs uh, at the end of that season in Georgia, which will be exciting. Um, so yeah, hopefully I can get back to competing and and um, yeah, be be back um, back doing what I love and and skiing in the half foot. Awesome, awesome, Nico. Thanks so much for your time, mate. Uh, really yeah, great to, that you had, get to have this opportunity to I guess share in your success with New Zealand and uh, you just all the best for the rehab, mate. Uh, cheers. Thanks very much for having me. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.